host, Cynthia Dill. Today's Friday, November 5th, 2021, and I have some breaking news. The Cape Elizabeth town clerk today certified enough signatures on a citizen petition to send the controversial Dunham Court housing project to referendum. Joining me on today's podcast to talk about the widely successful volunteer citizen petition drive is Stephanie Anderson, a Cape Elizabeth resident, former longtime Cumberland County District Attorney, and chair of the Cumberland County Republicans. Stephanie Anderson joins me by phone. Welcome, Stephanie Anderson. Hey, good morning, Cynthia. How are you? Well, I'm quite happy. Um, Big news in Cape Elizabeth today is that Town Clerk Deborah Lane filed a certification of the citizen petition, and we crushed it. (laughs) How do you feel about the results? Well, I, yeah, we got those signatures um, really quickly. We, um, I think it, we filed most of the petitions in the first 10 days after the vote, and we got uh, 286 signatures more than what we needed. We actually had to tell people to stop what we had to do. <laughs> now, Stephanie, stand I, down. We had to tell people to stand down. We have enough. Now, you have been an, a player in all of this right from the get-go, uh, from collecting signatures to recruiting people to collect signatures, advocating before the town council, and helping me with the notarization. Why, first of all, if you could describe for listeners, please, your experience, and then tell us why you engaged in this effort. Okay, sure, I'd be happy to. Um, I engaged in this effort because you called me a couple months ago and said, um, I don't know where you stand on this, but if you uh, agree with me, uh, I'd like some help. And so I looked into it. I really hadn't done a deep dive into the issue before. I looked into it and I read the town's comprehensive plan and I, you know, I developed some personal umbrage about the whole thing because I felt that with so much work on the comprehensive plan, the ink was barely dry on it. The town accepted it only uh, less than two years ago and they were completely throwing everything out when it came to the town center, when the recommendations, the zoning, everything having to do with it, the town council was just ignoring all of that. And I thought that's just wrong. And so I decided that I wanted to um, help uh, put this to a town vote. And, um, you know, Jessica Sullivan, who is the chair of the Cumberland, uh, who is the chair of the Portland Republican Committee, and I worked together on an ad that we put in the Cape Courier explaining why we were against this project. Jessica Sullivan, Jessica Sullivan is the chair of the Cape Elizabeth uh, Republicans. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, and you're and you're the chair of the Cumberland County Republicans. Yes, I am. Now, you recently came. I know you were elected for you know several times as the district attorney, very widely uh, popular prosecutor for Cumberland County. You also had a partisan race that didn't come up your way in Cape Elizabeth. Did you find this? So you, so you know what races are, uh, partisan and somewhat nonpartisan. How did you find this effort while you were in the field collecting signatures? Was there a partisan lens by which most of the people you spoke with looked at this or, or not? This was totally nonpartisan. It was really, it was really amazing. Um, I spent one afternoon at the um, at the transfer station at the swap shop, and almost everyone I asked uh, either signed it or said I've already signed it. 
and th- this has not been partisan at all. I've seen, you know, people from all sides of the political spectrum uh, joining in on this effort. What message do you think the, you know, we collected 1,197 signatures and 1,155 were certified. What message do you think the citizens who signed the petition demanding a referendum on this Dunham Court housing project, what message do you think the citizens are sending to the town council with their with their signature on this petition? I think they're sending the message that they want to be listened to and they have not been heard. The comprehensive plan was a massive collaborative effort. 300 and over 300 pages, I think it's 383, and the town council's ignoring it. And I think the people at Cape Elizabeth are saying, no, you know, we, you're not listening to us. What do you say to the people, for instance, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I think Jamie Garvin, the chair of our, our town council, has said publicly that this is an effort, uh, in his view, C- Cape Elizabeth doing its part to address what some people describe as a housing crisis. First, do you believe that there's a housing crisis and do you think that Cape Elizabeth should be playing a part in addressing it? Well, I think the argument, you know, I, I, I think that argument is, is a little bit bullying. Um, I think everyone, everyone that I've talked to, no one is against affordable housing. It's this project that's the problem. And I think that there has been bullying um, and attempts to shame people on the part of people that are saying, well, you just, you know, you're, you're against affordable housing. You don't care. Um, you don't, you don't care about people less fortunate than you. I just, I just don't buy that at all. I think it's, a, I think it's bullying and shaming behavior. Well, I, th- I think especially if you actually look at the people who collected signatures, you'll find, you know, a quilt of different interests. Many of Many of the people collecting signatures already spend significant sums of their time and energy helping underprivileged people, whether it's working for Habitat for Humanity or uh, the food pantry in town, or there's just, I think, a, a record of most people who collected signatures and signed the petition of doing good for society. But I agree with you that there's a there's a certain shaming element to this. Now, what, what do you think... Um, I'm of the belief that since the voters overwhelmingly sent the message to the town council that they want a public vote on this project, that any more work on the TIF, the tax increment financing that the developer is seeking, should be tabled. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me that we would go forward and pay a lawyer to redraft our TIF documents for a developer that doesn't yet own the property on a project that we know there's going to be a referendum. Do you have any opinion about the TIF and, and, and that side of things? Well, I, I hope the town council just decides to, you know, pause on the whole thing and let this democratic process play out. Are there economic concerns about the project that you've, you know, discovered in your research of Dunham Court? Well, um... <laughs> The finances are, it's difficult to take a deep dive into the finances on this project because they keep changing. Um, You know, I did a deep dive into the finances in anticipation of the October 13th meeting and was prepared to address how much they were asking for as opposed to how much they said they needed 
uh, i.e. to pay this $259,000 loan. They were asking for close to a million dollars. And then they get up and said, well, no, now we need 800000 So it's they, they keep changing the goalposts. So it's very difficult. But I can say that they are the project is coming with huge public financing incentives. Um, and the, uh, the TIF that they're asking for, I think is really out of line for, for the project. They're asking Cape Elizabeth taxpayers to pay over a million dollars for this project. And, and, do you, and, um, and who do you believe is gonna live in the project? Well, it, it can't be our workforce because Why? the way they've, they've set it up at, at 60% of area, um, Portland area, area AMI, average median income, the entry level police officers, teachers, and public works personnel make too much money to qualify. So who's going in there? I don't know. No, it's uh, not going to be our workforce. This is not. This was promoted in, initially by by Dunham Court as workforce housing, and it's not workforce housing. And that's another thing that bothers me about it. Now we recently uh, had a town council election that was very close, and two candidates who vocally opposed the project. One, a newcomer, Tim uh, Reiniger, who, as you and I know, collected a lot of signatures in the petition effort. And um, Susan Gillis, now do you think that um, the the Dunham Court project had something to do with the outcome of the town council election? Well, I, I do, I do. I think it really galvanized people and I think it's it got people paying attention to uh, to the town council. What is I your mean, I, I do I think I think it did make a difference. Now what is your vision of affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth? Like what, what if if not Dunham Court and I'm with you on this, I'd think a big like a gigantic ugly building and a huge parking lot right in the middle of Cape Elizabeth for people who, you know, <laughs> you know, I I think it's just a bad idea. But I am all for affordable housing in my view. There's just a lot of better, more creative ways to provide opportunity uh, that really provide a, a hand up to families and not a handout to big corporations and wealthy people. What's your vision for affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth? What do you want to see happen? Well, you know, I was looking through the comprehensive plan and they, the uh, people on that committee actually spent a fair amount of time talking about affordable housing and they had some really good ideas, including uh, making it easier for some of these larger homes to be split into smaller homes, uh, providing for um, the building of smaller homes. Um, and I, their recommendation number 83, which was a diversity housing study, which the town council never uh, never implemented, I think that needs to happen. In fact, I believe one of the town councilors now is asking that they begin this study. And let's take a look at what we have here and what is the best way to, to work this into our, our housing stock. Stephanie, this uh, process in, in many ways was um, inspiring to me because it was it was just a, a positive experience working with people like you and all the others who collected signatures. Um, do you have? Did you come away from the petition effort feeling hopeful, or are you 
discouraged that this is just going to um, continue to march forward? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm no, I'm hopeful. I th I think that we have the opportunity to engage the to engage the citizens. I think people really didn't know what was going on. They didn't know the impact of all these zoning amendments. Um, a lot of people are, are still talking about. In fact, one of the one of the counselors, uh, one of the candidates for city council. At, uh, at the last, uh, at the school-sponsored candidates forum, uh, talked about how, oh yeah, you know, we need our workforce to, to have a place to, to live in Cape Elizabeth. And I wanted to scream into the computer, wait a second, they're deliberately excluded from this, deliberately. Um, and so I think people, I think the more information that gets out, I think we're gonna, it's not that we don't want affordable housing, it's just that we want fair right. affordable housing in a in a proper place well and it should be affordable to the town i mean if we're going to fork out millions of dollars for a private you know private developer to make profit that's the only i guess the thing that really bothers me is the only reason why it's all low income housing is so that the developer can make more money it's a formula to maximize the profit of the developer and absolutely minimize the risk and it doesn't do anything for our community, it's all about the deal and not about the needs of the town. I hope that the Cape Elizabeth blueprint of citizen awareness is going to hopefully stop what I see as this horrible trend of just this low-income housing industrial complex where these deals just pop up all over suburban America, and people don't realize the financial implications is just making rich people really rich, <laughs> middle-class families paying taxes and not really providing opportunity for low-income people. That's my personal opinion. Um, so I'm hopeful, too, that maybe maybe we're doing the right thing. Stephanie, it's been such a pleasure working with you on this. I just wanted to personally say thank you and um, keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Cynthia. Good working with you, too. And, you know, I'm sure we'll find other things to work on together. I hope so. <laughs> All right, Stephanie Anderson, thank you so much for joining the show. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.